This is the Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and president of Wall Private Wealth. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Well, hey, welcome in everyone to the Michael Wall Show. We got a great show lined up for you today. It's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, hope you have been living with purpose so you can live on purpose and adding value into a bunch of people's lives. I know some of you are joining us via radio. Many of you are joining us via podcast from your technology devices all over the world. So we want to thank you for dialing in. Thank you for choosing this show. We know you got a lot of options each and every week where you can get information from. And our goal, as always, is each and every week to share thought and information in such a way that you say, I got to come back. Well, we got a great show for you lined up today. And today we're going to talk initially about the whole idea in our motivational segment of enthusiasm is contagious and why it's necessary for you to achieve your dreams. You got to have it. And you got to have it correctly, the correct enthusiasm going down the right path. Going to talk about that. We're also going to have a little segment here. Kramer, anybody remember Seinfeld out there? Well, Kramer is going to give us some tips on how to save some money in taxes. You're not going to want to miss that. That's coming up next, uh, next segment. And then a special guest, James Friel. James P. is in Paul. James Friel. Great guy. Met him at ClickFunnels with Russell Brunson and some other folks, about 3,500 other people. Tony Robbins was there. James is a really, really great guy. He's got an amazing story, was a senior level guy with HSBC and is really in a place where he's helping companies get to where they need to go. So we're going to talk about actually, if you got an idea or a business, you want to move forward, how to do that. That's coming up next. We also are going to talk about how little mistakes can create huge problems. This is a big deal. And a lot of people miss this, how little mistakes can create huge problems. And we're going to dial all that in today on The Michael Wall Show. Way up in the northern skies. All right, all right, all right. It's time to jump into the motivational segment because, listen, motivation is terrific, but it also wears off just like eating, right? Hey, eating's great, but uh, I recommend you do it on a regular basis so your body gets the nutrients that you need. In this segment, we're going to talk about enthusiasm is contagious and a necessary part of of business growth, massive business growth. And I want to start off with a story. I want to start off with an encouraging story of Little Johnny. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of Little Johnny or not before. I first heard this story, full disclosure, from Zig Ziglar. He shared this thought when I was selling books door to door. I was listening to him religiously each and every day as I was knocking doors, you know, 80 hours a week in the summertime. Really, really tough work selling books door to door. Did great at it. But he shared the story of little Johnny. And I love this story because it's all about the idea of enthusiasm is contagious. So here's little Johnny and he's sitting in his class. The teacher says, hey, listen, third grade class, what I want you to do is I want you to this weekend, I want you to go out and I want you to think about what you're doing over the course of the weekend and anything that you do that's kind of unique or fun, I want you to come back and I want to share that with the rest of the class. So everybody's all, oh yes, ma'am, we got it. So they go home and they enjoy their weekend, whatever, and they come back. And all of a sudden the class is sitting there and here's little Johnny and he is just all over the place. And the teacher's thinking to herself, okay, he's either got to go to the bathroom or he is super excited to share what happened over the weekend. So she says, okay, all right, Johnny, it looks like you got something you want to share. Tell us a little bit about your weekend and what happened. He's like, oh, yes, ma'am. He's like, well, my dad and I, you know, he's like, you know, we love to fish. And he's just, he's, she's like, slow down, slow down, show the story. And he just keeps being excited. You know, my dad and I love to fish. And so we went out and he's, he's like, my dad is a, a really good fisherman and I'm even better. Than he is. And we both went out and over the weekend. We both caught 75 catfish and they all weighed 75 pounds. And the teacher's like, now, Johnny, 
are you telling me the truth? He's like, oh, yes, ma'am. As I mentioned, my dad's a great fisherman. I'm even better than he is. And we both caught 75 catfish, and they all weighed 75 pounds. And the teacher's like, now, Johnny, if I were to tell you, because you're, what you're telling me, just to make sure I understand what you're saying, you're saying that you guys went out fishing, and you got 75 catfish per e- each you and your dad, and they all weighed 75 pounds. He's like, oh, yes, ma'am, that's the truth. So she says, Johnny, let me ask you a question. If I told you that I was there in my yard and all of a sudden I had this little dog walking in the yard, and this big bear, this big five, six hundred pound grizzly bear comes into the yard, prowling in the yard. And all of a sudden this little short, little yellow dog comes and just attacks that bear and takes that bear out. Do you mean to tell me you'd believe that? And Johnny says, oh, yes, ma'am. In fact, that's my dog. (laughs) So Johnny was motivated. He was excited. He had enthusiasm with his story and with what he's doing. And, you know, I think sometimes in life we have ideas and we get excited in the beginning and we get motivated in the beginning. But then what happens is life happens. We run into walls. We hit things along the way. We have people say things about us or about what we're doing that causes us to feel like maybe I can't do it. And then we kind of shrink back. I want to challenge you to rekindle that enthusiasm again. Because at the end of the day, the only way you're going to be able to affect the people that you need to affect in your life is if you present it with authority and you present it with emotion. And that's contagious. Enthusiasm is contagious. Never forget this. Motion creates emotion. If you want to be in a place where you are literally mentally getting to the place where you're adding a story, sharing value, and people are listening to it and receiving it, you got to be able to share it in a way that you know in and of yourself that not only, number one, you believe what you're doing, but number two, you share it with emotion. Can you imagine if I was on here and we were doing a show and I said, hey, everybody, um, we're getting ready for the motivational segment. I'm, I'm really excited it's going to be so good. You're going to just change your life. I'm, I'm so glad you're taking some time because there's so many other things you could do. I appreciate it. I mean, you'd be like, are you kidding me? I, I can't listen to this guy. I know I would shut it off. I mean, it's like, listen, if I want something to go to sleep with, that might be what I'd listen to. But at the end of the day, uh, if you're going to share things that actually add value and change people's lives, you need to come to the stage with emotion. And your stage may not be a radio show. It may not be a podcast. It may not be a big, large stage with huge crowds, but it might be your customer. It might be your next opportunity. And if you're in a place where you cannot show up to them and do it in a way where you have motivation, excitement, enthusiasm for what you're doing, I can guarantee you they are you are not going to transfer. You know, sales is nothing more than a transference of feeling. That's really what it is in a lot of ways. You're transferring what you feel and how you feel to the person that has a need. Now, obviously, the, a real salesman is someone who actually fixes real problems not creates problems that aren't there to try and just sell a product that nobody needs. A real salesman actually sells things that are actually solutions to problems people actually have. Now, sometimes people don't know the problems exist. You know, a lot of times you might be in a place where you, let's say you take your car to the mechanic and you get your oil changed or you get your oil filters changed. You get these things taken care of. And all of a sudden, by doing their 37,000 point inspection, (laughs) kidding, of course, they find out that your tires on the on the inside front of the tires are wearing a little bit wrong. And they say, hey, listen, I just want you to know your tires are wearing incorrectly. And if you don't get your car aligned, it needs realigned, really. 
you're going to spend more money over time buying tires because they're going to wear out quicker than they should. Well, that's not necessarily a problem that you knew existed, but it's a problem that was created. Okay, and it's got to be shared with urgency and it's going to be shared with importance. And when you're living your life and doing your business, you want to help people uncover the needs that they have, regardless of the product that you sell, regardless of the business that you're in. But you must do it in a way that you bring enthusiasm to the table, not false enthusiasm, but real enthusiasm to say, you know what? I've listened to things I've built into myself and I'm excited to share these thoughts and ideas because I know that what we're offering changes the world. Most of you know that this show, if you don't, you will now, is powered by Wall Private Wealth and Wall Lehman. Those are two companies that I have. Uh, Wall Private Wealth is a, a financial company where we help people protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth. Our minimum there is at a million, and then it goes up from there. We have a private wealth division of 25 and so on and so forth. Wall Lehman is a consulting company. Those companies power this show, and there's other things as well. But we're in a place where what I know is if I don't feel confident that I have solutions for people, they're not going to share that in a way that it's going to cause them to be confident that we're going to be able to help them with their future. Does that make sense? So when you think about your life, when you think about your business, when you think about what you're trying to do, you got you to share things in a way that is encouraging and challenging others to actually take action. Very, very important. People can know a lot of things, but if they don't take action on it or if they don't apply it, it's absolutely worthless information. So very important. That's the motivational segment for today. Enthusiasm is contagious. It can help you absolutely blow out and reach your dreams in a big, big way. So next segment, we're going to talk about the whole idea of saving taxes, alternative investments, and Kramer is going to lead in uh, from Seinfeld and actually help us with some ideas on how we can save money in taxes. You're not going to want to miss this. Hang around. We'll be back right after this. Are you concerned with all the uncertainty that's happening in our country today and how it will affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth and the host of The Michael Wall Show. I've written a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you cut through the nonsense of the financial world as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions. Be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Hi, it's Michael Wall here. Have you ever wondered how to find the right financial advisor or what investments should I be invested in or how do I transition and reposition my portfolio as I move into the retirement stage of life? The investment needs in retirement are different than those while you're working. What we've done is we've put together a simple, easy to understand video series that you're going to love. Go to leanonthewall.com. Again, that's leanonthewall.com and click on the Retire Well video series. When you click on that, you're going to have the opportunity to enter your information and then get exclusive access to a video series I've created just for you to help you get simple information that is going to be profound in helping you achieve the retirement you've always wanted. Again, go to leanonthewall.com to access the Retire Well video series. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. Catch up on previous episodes at michaelwallshow.com. Now, back to the show. Well, there's a familiar sound if you've listened to or really watched Seinfeld over the years. Great show and, and a lot of... A lot of great comedy. You know, Jerry was always doing his thing. And Kramer, 
always had some good ideas. Um, <laughs> I remember all him. I'm always sliding into the door, and he's like, "Hey, Jerry," you know. And I can't do his voice, but it was it was a lot of fun. But what was interesting is we found a little clip that we thought we'd share with you because listen, we're all about helping add value, right? And so this segment, we're going to talk specifically about saving some money in taxes as well as alternative investment structures. And we want to kind of do it in a unique way. So we thought we'd run this clip initially because Kramer is giving you some insight on how to save money in taxes and get the correct write-offs when you're doing your taxes. Check this out. We're going to make the post office pay for my new stereo now. It's a write-off for them. They just write it off. <laughs> write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. <laughs> do you? No, I don't. <laughs> but they do. And they're the ones writing it off. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You may remember that segment. But uh, just a lot of fun, you know, and it's, it's interesting, you know, when you look at write-offs and companies in general, obviously taxes have changed a lot with the Trump tax plan and a lot of different things that are going on. But this is really important because, you know, you need to have the right tax professionals in your life. I've had different clients over the years on the Wall Private Wealth Firm where, you know, we've had conversations and we, we've kind of talked about things. And these these have been folks in, you know, different states all over the country. They've been in a place, though, where they really have not maximized their overall story. It could be something as small as, you know, giving their required minimum distributions that you have to take at 70 and a half to a charity or something as more complicated as, you know, utilizing uh, different types of advanced strategy where you can actually reduce your ordinary income taxation. Uh, so these are, these, these are really important things. We kind of come out of it in a funny, funny perspective because, listen, I get bored with just straight statistics and facts all the time, so we want to make this fresh and fun. But at the end of the day, we also know that it's really, really important to make sure we're maximizing that. So my challenge there with you is you take a look at your tax plan and what you're doing is if you have someone doing your taxes, a CPA that does your taxes each and every year, I'm going to challenge you to be dial. You're paying them. So dial in direct and say, hey, listen, what are some other things that we can do to save money in taxes? Now, a lot of times as you're growing your portfolio or you're selling a company or maybe you're starting a new company, you know, there's different ways when you sell a company. We've seen this from time to time where you can actually save a lot of money in taxes over time and not have to pay as many tax capital gains taxes or eliminate them depending on what's going on. But these are all things you want to be asking. If you got questions about that, that's where you need Need to go to leanonthewall.com, uh, reach out to us or 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. You know, where our team works with a variety of, of great tax professionals, not only domestic, but international, that can really bring these ideas to the table to help you minimize your overall tax structure on your business, on your portfolio. And if you don't know this, when you look at your portfolio and your wealth in general, you know, a lot of people look at their money, they look at their wealth, and one of the things that they think about is growing their money. Well, there's nothing wrong with growing your wealth. I mean, that should certainly be part of the plan. And by the way, a big, a big thing at this stage in the game is also protecting your wealth. You know, markets are at all-time highs. We're in a place where how long will it continue to go up? Maybe it'll continue to go up the rest of this year. Maybe it won't. Nobody really knows the answer to that. But what we do know is we must align for ways to protect our wealth. But we also want to look for ways to save money in taxes. And those taxes are not just on our positions that we have, the investments that we have, the companies that we have, other things that we have, but also look for ways strategically to get tax-free income or tax 
favored income from our portfolio. And this is all part of the planning that our team goes through at Wall Private Wealth as well. Again, so if you're listening to this, you're saying, geez, I'm not really getting a lot of tax strategy. I'm not really getting a bunch of strategy on my wealth, regardless of where you are. Again, go to leanonthewall.com. There's a little place there as you scroll down and says, request my review. I'm going to challenge you to click on that and someone from our team will reach out to you and give you some insight and thought or just give us a ring, 888-511-9255. But I want to jump into another quick segment that was on Fox uh, Business and it talked about, Maria was was the interviewer, she was talking about alternatives because this is a big space that we play in. We've done this for a long time and it's very, very important to look at different strategies when markets start to become a little bit turbulent or there's a potential that markets can go down. Take a listen to this. People are looking for alternatives. Absolutely. This is a great time for alternatives. I don't know if you saw, but the hedge fund index has beaten the S&P year to date for the first time in about 10 years. Wow, that's a big uh, deal. It really is. Yeah. And I think, and, and we've seen in investor surveys we've conducted this year that investors are more focused on alternatives than they've been for many, many years. And explain what what alternative might be? I mean, it could be real estate, right? It, it, it yes. could be a fixed income. What are the alternatives that you focus on? It, generally, it's anything that is in a private fund vehicle is in the alternative category, which can be real estate focused. Hedge funds are generally considered to be alternatives, private equity funds. So, uh, and we've also seen a real move towards more illiquid strategies. So people moving away from kind of a pure stock market play and more towards things that can find niche strategies in different pockets of the economy. So great interview there. And I thought that commentary and, and insight was good. You know, this is something that over the years we have focused heavily on. I mean, is looking for ways, you know, at the firm side, looking for ways that uh, families can literally use off market structures to do a couple things. One is literally reduce their overall risk, market risk now, because when the markets go down, now you're in a place where you're not going to lose money uh, with those structures per se because the market went down. There's always risk. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're going to put your money somewhere and, and there's no risk anyway. There's always different types of risk, whether it's liquidity risk, interest rate risk, um, you know, business risk, whatever it may be. So there's a lot of different types of risk. The thing is, you got to quantify that risk and understand which type of risk am I taking? Now, why this is important when you look at your overall portfolio is because when you move off market with a piece of it, you've heard me talk before, if you've listened to this show or if you've watched this on TV or if you've read any of our articles, as many of you know, we still contribute to Forbes and some other things like that. And we talk about the idea of using alternative structures. And, and where this really started with me was back in, you know, 07, 08, when I started doing research, all correlated and re related, I guess I should say, to the Harvard and Yale endowment models. And they have done a really, really good job over the years. And a lot of their portfolios are invested in hard asset type structures. These are structures that typically you yourself and most folks in general, unless you have large, large portfolios, I'm talking about 50, 60, 100 million or above. Sometimes it can be as minimal as 25 million. But, you know, most of the time, if you don't have large, large portfolios, you're typically not in a place where you're going to be able to go out and actually invest in these types of structures and diversify well. So what we did is we did a ton of research and we said, okay, we're going to be different than norm. We're not going to just beat the same drum as everybody else. And we're going to look for ideas that are going to give us some good off-market structure. And so we've done just that. And that's, that's one of the benefits of alternatives. It might be buying into medical office buildings. It might be buying into grocery store shopping centers. It might be buying into multifamily space. You know, you've heard me talk a little bit about multifamily. By the way, I did a video on that. So if you have a question about multifamily space, feel free to uh, reach out to us. Again, just send an email to info at leanonthewall.com. We'll send you that video out. But 
multifamily space, this is a huge demand now in our economy. You know, there's 328,000 new apartments that are needed in America today to actually keep up with the demand of the space of people, of the way people live. And at the end of 2016, it's interesting, home ownership. Home ownership in America was down to 62%. So 62% of Americans owned a home. It was down to a 50-year low. This is a major shift in how people live their life. So we want to be paying attention to that and align with alternative companies and structures that are really, really good at investing in those types of sources. And then we align with them through the Clarify platform and give ourselves the ability to really add this into the financial plan. Because why? Well, we know that using alternative things is going to reduce our market risk, number one. It's going to give us the ability to invest in something that cannot be shorted. Now, when I say shorted, I'm not talking about you know, um, somebody's tall and somebody's short, how tall somebody is. I'm talking about the idea of shorting things in the market. Did you know that if you buy a stock on the market, most stocks, not all of them, but most stocks like Apple or Lowe's or, you know, Microsoft or whatever, they, most of them can be shorted. There are, are what's called options, which are traded on the CBOE, Chicago Board of Options Exchange. And those options can be purchased to actually short different positions. The S&P itself, if you say, I just want to go buy the S&P, you know, you, I don't know if you knew that or not, but you could literally just go buy the S&P 500 by purchasing SPY, right? Well, there's also a way to short the S&P. That's the little, that's, I call it the quiet ticker. Shh. It's SH. You can buy that and actually short the S&P, meaning that if the market goes down, you actually make money when it goes down. Well, with these off-market structures, these alternatives, there are no way to short these. So as long as they're vetted well, as long as they're purchasing in real estate and things that have demand, they can be very, very attractive. The other thing that can be beneficial with a lot of these is the rate of returns can be very strong. We've seen in a lot of these alternative models over the years, they can literally produce returns that are in the mid to low teens to as high as the mid to low 20s annual return. This is very significant. Now, most of these are for accredited investors only. So keep that in mind, meaning that you have to have a certain income or you have to have a portfolio value of at least a million dollars or more, one or the other. But the other thing that can be beneficial to these as well is they can actually create, going back to our Kramer's insight in the very beginning of the segment where he gave us some ideas on write-offs, these alternative structures can actually give us the ability to create tax-favored or tax-reduced income. Because we're participating in real estate type structures, we get to participate in different depreciation costs and other things like that. Based on the counting and reporting, we're in a place where we can literally take part in some tax reduction. So these are all attractive things. Now, you might be listening to some of this and say, geez, I have no idea what you're talking about, Mike. Well, that's okay. That's, that's why our team puts more information together. And, and by the way, I think uh, an article that might be really good for you, just in your process, we did an article on basically how higher net worth investors invest differently. It was an article what we wrote about a month ago. I wrote about a month ago in Forbes. Well, obviously, many of you out there have heard of Forbes. So it's a great article, and we'd love to get that out to you. Our team can get it to you just to help educate you more 
on how you can get where you need to go. And if you want to get that article, just again, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. And there's a little place as you scroll down, you'll be able to see request my review and just type in there, hey, I'd like to get Michael's article, most recent article. Uh, from Forbes on investing. And we'll make sure I have, have our team send that out to you. If you got questions specific about your portfolio, give the team a ring as well and dial in. But these are all ideas that you want to kind of press pause and make notes on and say, okay, what's happening currently in my own portfolio? What's going on in your own portfolio right now? And are you in a situation where you're prepared and ready, number one, for a market crash, number two, diversified well, and number three, utilizing and maximizing as much tax reduction strategy as you can so that way you can give less to the government and more for you. You know, one of the one of the last tags I want to share with you is our goal in a lot of ways when we look at wealth and money, and this should be your goal as well, is to look for ways to morally, ethically, and legally disinherit the IRS. They are absolutely one of your beneficiaries. Now, listen, if the people that you're working with are not providing this kind of thought and an idea, it's all out there. It's all legal. It's all real. There's just a different level of research for each and everybody, each and everyone out there in a professional. And that's exactly why our team at Wall Private Wealth do things differently. One of the things that we found is we're not just going to rest on our laurels. One of the things that we've strived for is to say we're not going to do the same thing the way we did it. 10 years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, because the markets change, economies change, taxes change, and we must make changes. So if you're not making changes, you're not going to take advantage of some of these things that I'm referencing. And if you're not getting that kind of insight and advice, I'm going to challenge you to take personal responsibility of your own portfolio and take a minute and uh, reach out, leanonthewall.com. Reach out with one of our team members. Go to Lean on the Wall. Check out the information, the educational videos there. Send an email out. Just say, hey, I got some questions about whatever it may be. When you get to leanonthewall.com, you'll see where you can do that. This is important because this is everything that you've worked your entire life for. This isn't just like you're just starting out and hoping things work out. You've worked hard for what you have. Really, really important that you take action to maximize what you have because we've all seen it in life where there's four, five, or six, or seven different people in the same business and one or two seems like they kind of just stand out from the rest. One of the reasons that is, quite honestly, is discipline, hard work, and being open to new ideas. And this is something as a consumer that you must be okay with yourself if you are interested in maximizing and want to maximize your wealth for your future. So go to leanonthewall.com, check out the information there, reach out to the team. If you want to get a second set of eyes on what you're doing, second opinion on your wealth. And next segment, we're going to have a great guest coming up, James Friel. He is just a really, really good guy. He's got a lot of great insight on uh, businesses and he's a, he's a terrific consultant, works for HSBC, and he actually left that scene, had an epiphany, got some great wisdom, and said, you know what, I want to change gears and work for smaller companies and help them change the world and massively see success in their businesses. And that's the story we're going to talk about coming up right after this. Right 
Are you concerned with all the uncertainty that's happening in our country today and how it will affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth and the host of The Michael Wall Show. I've written a simple, easy-to-read book that can help you cut through the nonsense of the financial world as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions. Be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy. Welcome back to The Michael Wall Show. It's a beautiful day. Back into the Michael Wall Show. As always, you're dialing in here to get information to help you with life, maximize what you're doing, live your dreams, live your goals. As you know, we always talk about the idea of live with purpose so you can live on purpose. Listen, it's all about adding value to other people, but you cannot add value unless you're in a place where you understand what's necessary to get you to the next level. Very, very important. we got a great guest joining us uh, from Boise, Idaho. He's lived kind of all over the place, New York, Florida, out there, here, there, and everywhere. James Friel, he is really a consultant, and he's done a lot of great work. He, he's uh, been involved in a lot of arenas. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, James, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. No doubt. And one of the things, a little precursor, I met James, I don't know, what was it, like a month and a half ago now, two months ago now, in Orlando at a uh, ClickFunnels conference. We had kind of connected there. We're kind of building some things out online, by the way, as you're listening to this, be in tune to It's going to be pretty exciting upcoming, helping the masses do a lot of great things with their wealth. But we met there. I was, I was intrigued by what you, you have done, and uh, you've kind of been involved in a lot of neat things. And I love the fact, when we talked, James, that you started out kind of in the corporate space. You were the head of, yep. head of digital strategy for HSBC Bank, big company, uh, left to kind of then work with other larger companies. And I got bored with that, I guess, and left to start with more entrepreneurial companies because there's more fire there. Tell us a little bit about that story and kind of what led you to make those decisions and those changes. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It all kind of came down to a conversation that I had with my grandfather at some point when I was in the corporate world and I was you know, doing really well and getting promoted and kind of taking on new responsibilities and stuff. And we're on the phone one time and I told him and he's like, man, you're really climbing the corporate ladder fast, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And, you know, super excited. And, he, and then there's just a pause on the other end of the line. He says, well, what happens if your ladder's leaning against the wrong wall? Wow. And I was like, huh. I was like, dude, I don't think I needed to hear that, but I really did need to hear it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and so fast forward a few years, I was sitting in a, a conference room with uh, my, my boss at the time, who was the chief marketing officer for the bank in London. And he, uh, he's like, look, we really want you to move over here full time, you know, cause I had been uh, actually commuting to London, uh, almost every other week for a couple of years. Um, and he's like, we want you to move over here full time. Uh, we want to promote you and I'd like to start grooming you to take over my role as, you know, uh, CMO. And for anybody, I think that sounds like a pretty good deal. I just looked across the table and I looked at him and I remember what my grandfather had told me. And I realized in that moment, like I, I didn't want his job wow. um, ever. And, yeah. <laughs> and, it occur and it occurred to me, well, if I don't want his job and that's, and that's really an extraordinary, um, you know, position to be able to even have your eyes set on, then mm -hmm. I'm definitely in the wrong place. And so that's when yeah. I decided to take off and start, start my own thing. That's awesome. Well, I think it's really important, you know, that whole self-evaluation. I think so often 
you know, people in life, they kind of go, go through life, they do their thing and they kind of get down in the grind. And I remember a lot of people telling me in life, oh, you just got to work harder, work harder, work harder, but they don't ever press pause to step back and work smarter. And the, the yeah. simple wisdom of an older generation sometimes uh, can, can work well. How about it? Yeah, completely. You got to create space to make strategic decisions. You can't just be uh, grinding all the time. Otherwise you'll, you'll burn out and you probably won't wind up where you want it to be. So you decided to say, you know what, I'm going to leave the HSBC game and go then work with other companies, kind of start, hang out your own shingle, do consulting, do your deal, and kind of help other other companies grow and, and maximize their efficiency. Tell us about that then, stepping out into the corporate space. What did that look like? Was there instant, like, everybody just like, woo, you know, the, the seas parted and here here I am, baby, come work with me. I mean, how how did that happen for you as you connected as, as in that process? My situation is probably a little bit different than than some other people because inside of the company I was responsible for running some some pretty big initiatives mm. and I left and when I did I knew they didn't know how to continue those initiatives without me yep. Yep. and so I turned around and I just sold them a bunch of consulting okay. um, <laughs> That's like, like I, I left on Monday and I started selling to them on Tuesday and it wow. worked out really well for me but you know that was the easy part to be mm. to be totally honest you know figuring out how to grow my team and figuring out how to put processes and systems in place and how to go out and start actually, you know, figuring out my unique selling proposition and what value I could add to other people. That's, you know, that's what took some more time. But, but fortunately I was able to get a little bit of a springboard from, from the relationship that I did have inside of the company right after I left. Yep. Okay. So, so you kind of did that, got bored with that and then decided I'm going to go transition and actually work with smaller companies you know, and you see yeah. that from time to time. You're in a place a lot of times where, you know, regardless of the situation, it's just that corporate structure can be very stale. There's a lot of regulations, a lot of red tape. And with a small, I, I always, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of talk at it from the wealth perspective. You know, we have a independent firm versus a lot of the big houses. And I talk about it from the perspective of going up to that ice iceberg, you know, and would you rather be in the Titanic or a speedboat, right? Because a speedboat can transition <laughs> and move quickly, right? And, yeah. and, and so working with small businesses, smaller businesses, let's say, what caused you to say, this is, you know, I'm just tired of this. I'm going to, I'm going to go focus on these guys because the passion is different. The game is different. Um, and, and some of it's part about, you know, it's just some of business is part of the game. It's kind of like a high in some ways to see that growth happen. Was that the same for you? Yeah, I think it came down to one core thing. And that is you look at these big companies and there's nothing wrong with them. I mean, they're, they serve their place. Yep. And, uh, you know, they give thousands of people jobs and they, you know, they, they're sort of, you know, fundamental to, to our economy. Mm-hmm. But, but I believe that entrepreneurs are the disruptors and the innovators mm-hmm. and the ones who are really changing the world and moving it away from the status quo, not trying to maintain the status quo. Yeah. And I really wanted to work and be surrounded by those people and help those people fulfill their mission and be the guy that could facilitate that. And so that's, you know, that was the main thing. It was just like, I love the fire. I love the the desire of somebody to say, hey, I've got this idea that I think can, you know, add value to other people and, and mm. change, you know, my small part of the world. And yep. I wanted to help them be able to do that. I love that. And, you know, when I went to the, the you know, and of course we met there at the ClickFunnels conference, that was my first time. Uh, there, it was amazing. You know, 3,500 people in Orlando, Robbins was there, several other people. And it was just a, 
a great, great group. And I was intrigued, you know, again, I'm not really, that's not really my world in a lot of ways, but I was intrigued by all of the different entrepreneurs and just the motivation, the excitement all over the, from not just from America, but from all over the world. I was so intrigued by that and how the borders have kind of gone away in a lot of ways in the digital space. So tell us, talk us a little bit about for our listeners out there, you know, from your perspective, how business has changed, you know, maybe from what you've seen, some of the stuff in your, in your previous history and then working with ClickFunnels and then doing this, some of the things that you're doing, how has business changed today that makes it totally different in the way you have to per- focus on it or look at it, so to speak, be different today than it was even five, three years ago? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you the first, the first thing is that the, uh, the tools and the resources that the average person has access to today um, are just absolutely world-class and they're phenomenal. And, you know, like you don't have to be a corporate giant to, to look the part um, mm-hmm. and, and play that part anymore. I mean, you have, you know, tools like ClickFunnels that can give you, you know, online sales funnels built almost instantly. You've got, you know, project management tools. You've got, you know, video capability. Almost anybody can set up their own media studio for, mm. you know, a fraction of what the cost used to be. And so I think, I think the first thing that's changed at a, at a high level is the, the playing field has gotten way more level in mm-hmm. terms of your ability to start something, your ability to become somebody, your ability to make an impact. And so, so while, that's, while that's really a good thing, there's also some challenges that come along with it because everybody's publishing content these days. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the ability to start something. And so on the surface, you know, people are attracted to the, you know, the shiny objects and, and the things that look sexy. But what I encourage people to do, with, you know, in the entrepreneurial space is to actually make sure they're focused on the core fundamentals. Like you still have to focus on the fundamentals. Those things have not changed. The, yeah. the you know, the wrappers and the, the marketing and everything on top of it has, mm-hmm. you know, sped up and become more accessible, but you definitely still need to like understand how to take your idea and turn it into a business that's an asset that's working for you. And that's, that stayed constant. Yeah, I love that. And again, if you just joined us here, we're listening to James P. Friel, P, middle initial there, but you can go to James P. Friel, that's F-R-I-E-L dot com, and having a conversation about creating a sustainable business in a lot of ways and how he's been able to help companies like ClickFunnels and others uh, really achieve massive success. So I'm going to give you the last word here. James, let me ask you this. If you were connecting with or talking to an entrepreneur listening out there today, and they were kind of trying to find their way. And you had to boil down the whole idea of business growth and achieving their goals and dreams into one or two things. I know that's kind of a weighty task, but if you were to dial that all down to that, what would you leave the listener with to encourage them to say, yes, I can make this happen and here's what I should do? Great question. I, I accept your challenge, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Here's, here's what, you know, people overcomplicate business and I think that's why they struggle and that's why they get stuck. But at the end of the day, business is simple. It's that you have something that is of value to somebody else and they want to, they want to pay you for it. And so you've got to, you've got to say, okay, what is my idea? Like your idea is only half of the equation. The other half of the equation is who is it serving and is it solving a pain that they have? Is it giving them the result that they want? And, and a great 
business is the marriage of an amazing idea, product, service, offering, or whatever, with the right person who is attracted to that, right? Mm-hmm. And you can, have, you can have a great idea, but you could be pitching it to the wrong type of people, and it's never going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Or you could have a great audience, and you might have an idea that they don't care anything about, and that's not going to go anywhere. And so the fundamental thing that people need to figure out is, what am I going to do that's going to add value to a particular group of people so that they, they think what they're paying me is like the value that they're getting is far in excess of what they're paying. And that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the root cause of success in business. And you got to start with understanding your customer and making sure that what you're tailoring for them is just going to really light them up. And, and that's how you start getting sales. And that's the beginning of, of any successful enterprise. And a lot of that entails getting your pride out of the way. How about it? Oh, 100%. It's not about you. It's right. definitely not about you. It's about, it's about your customer. It's about serving them. It's about understanding them better than they know themselves and making sure that you're giving them something that they're just going to want to talk to their friends about because it's so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, James, thank you so much for dialing in here and joining us on the show. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Michael. I've been, I appreciate it, man. No doubt. And for more info, you can just go to James P. Friel. Again, that's F-R-I-E-L.com. And coming up next, we've got a great segment really diving into how little mistakes can create huge problems. Don't miss it. We're going to share that coming up right after this. Hi, this is Michael Wall. And if I started quoting statistics for you about slavery, saying that 40 million people were held against their will, you would probably think that this was a history lesson about the 1800s. But that figure is accurate right now. Human trafficking is now one of the world's fastest growing industries, putting mainly women and young girls into forced labor and sexual exploitation as well as organ harvesting. Operation Underground Railroad is a nonprofit group that is doing the difficult work of rescuing these victims and arresting those responsible. Most of us can't do this dangerous and vitally important work, but we can help. How can we help? Go to OURfilm.org. Again, OURfilm.org to learn more. If you took the population of L.A., New York, and London combined, it would not equal the number of people who are victims of human trafficking. Join me in this fight to protect our children from this horrible act. The only way this will stop is if good people get involved. Again, go to OURfilm.org, OURfilm.org to join the fight. Helping families grow and protect their wealth. This is the Michael Wall Show. All right, we're coming down to the home stretch here on the Michael Wall Show. And if you're listening via radio, we appreciate you. If you're listening online, we appreciate you. I know many of you are listening uh, via podcast all over the world, and many of you are listening on radio. So, hey, listen, if you weren't able to listen to the whole show and you're listening on radio, I'm going to challenge you to join many, many others all over the world and subscribe to the show. You can do that a couple ways. You can either, if you have a smartphone, most of it today don't have any dumb phones anymore. <laughs> most of us all have smartphones phones, which are either, you know, the Apple phones or the Android. I have a Samsung phone for me and, you, you know, whatever works for you. But you, most of those phones today have a podcast app 
where you can literally subscribe to the show. It's real easy. Carry it around. You know, we're used to that technology where we can Bluetooth it to our cars. So now you can listen anywhere you want as you want. You can be sitting outside by the pool, taking a hike, going to the gym, whatever you want to do and listen to this show segment by segment because there's a lot of great content. You know, at the beginning we talked about enthusiasm is contagious very important to grow a massive business we had a great interview just last segment with james p Friel. we had a segment quick on kramer from seinfeld giving us some tax advice talked about alternatives a lot of great stuff packaged into the show make sure you subscribe to it now one other quick way to subscribe is you can go to michael wall show that's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Michael Wall, W-A-L-L, MichaelWallShow.com. And there's little links there where you can actually subscribe to the show, depending on the type of phone. We're going to try and make it simple and easy for you. And the only thing that I ask is that you take a moment, Michael D. Wall on Facebook or on your iTunes app or whatever it is, and just rate the show. Give us a four or five star rating. Give us your comments. Hey, we really loved this or love that or you know, whatever it may be. And by the way, last but not least, if you got a question for us, uh, reach out to us. Reach out and share your thoughts. Uh, well, you can do that via Facebook. You can do that by going to michaelwallshow.com. There's places there where you can actually put input there and share. Hey, I'd love to hear uh, information about this on the show or that on the show because we want to create a show and continue to build a show. You know, we've been doing this almost three years now and do it in a way we're adding value to you. We just passed our 100th show a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago, I should say. And we're really chugging along and seeing a lot of momentum pick up. So we appreciate you. All right, that's enough of that. Now let's dive into how little mistakes can create huge problems. And there's a great interview that I'm going to I'm going to play for you in a minute from a gentleman from Barron's that you're going to, I think, uh, resonate with. But, you know, when you think about this, it's, it's like the old frog in the pot. Remember that story of the frog in the pot? You know, you got that frog in the pot and the, 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 the temperature of the water kind of raises up just ever so slightly, just a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit warmer, a little bit warmer. The frog doesn't notice it. And then all of a sudden it gets so warm that thing gets cooked in the pot. And that's sometimes what happens to us in life. We don't go out in life and make oftentimes huge, big decisions that are wrong that just blows our world up. Now, sometimes that happens, but typically what occurs is we make small decisions that are incorrect along the way. Think about driving a car. I mean, if you're driving a car down the road, most of us have either driven a car before or will drive a car in the future. And when you drive a car down the road, unless you have the Tesla autopilot and you just put in the directions and go, okay, when you're driving a car... You, you got your hand on the steering wheel and picture it, if you will. Think about yourself right now visually. Just take a moment and visually picture yourself putting your hand on that steering wheel. Now, if you're left-handed or if you're right-handed, it's going to depend which hand you put on the steering wheel. But you put your hand on the steering wheel and, and you're looking out the window and you're driving down the road. Can you see the highway? Can you see the trees coming off to the side? Can you see the cars that you're passing and the other cars coming the other direction? And now you're getting ready to turn to the right. And when you make that turn, you kind of pour the wheel to the right a little bit. And now you go back straight. And when you go back straight down the road, do you have to make any adjustments to that steering wheel? Yeah, you do. Because the road isn't perfectly flat. So you make little adjustments to the right and little adjustments to the left. Just little ones to allow you to keep on that straight path. To allow you to keep in the direction that you're trying to go. 
Now, what's interesting is if you literally take that steering wheel and you yank it, let's say you're getting off course to the left and you yank it hard to the right, you are going to drastically increase your chances of wrecking your car. It's just going to happen because it's not designed to be driven that way when you're going 60, 70 miles an hour on the highway or more. You make small, little adjustments. And same way in life. We often make small, little mistakes that actually compound over time, oftentimes not necessarily because we knew we were making mistakes. We were just getting the wrong advice. And I want to I want to play this clip for you from a gentleman that writes and works with Barron's. People tend not to do really dumb things. They make lots and lots of very small decisions that are wrong because they don't have the expertise. You know, they tap the Roth 401k first. Most advisors in most cases say, you know what? Save that, let it compound without taxes and tap the other sources. Um, So that's very technical, but there's lots of little decisions that you make correctly if you have advice. Getting advice, but more importantly, getting the right advice. Have you ever been in a place where you're taking that trip and you decided, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stop and I'm going to ask somebody for directions. And so you stop and you ask someone for directions and they say, go down there and look for this store and make a left there. And then when you see this, you're going to make a right and go down there and you go and you take those directions. You say, thank you. You Take the directions. You're driving down the road. You got this advice and you end up continuing the drive and you're, you, you, you stopped. By the way, you asked advice from someone. You weren't just saying, no, I'm just going to go figure it out. You literally stopped and asked advice, but the advice that you received actually left you in the wrong place. So now you've actually had a well-intentioned person give you incorrect information. They weren't trying to give you the wrong advice. They weren't inherently trying to send you down the wrong path, but they just gave you the wrong information. Maybe they got mixed up. Maybe some, who knows what happened, but you ended up bottom line in the wrong spot. You weren't trying to be there. It just happened. You even tried to do the right thing. You tried to get advice, but you ended up in the wrong place. And that is exactly why when you look at your portfolio and when you look at your life and you look at what you're doing, reevaluation is completely necessary. One of the things that we do all the time on the firm side, Wall Private Wealth, again, that's our private wealth firm, is we always step back and reevaluate. On the business side, Wall Lehman, stepping back and reevaluating. How are we doing what we're doing? How can we add more value? How can we bring more things to the table that would actually be better for others? Building relationships with clients is great, but bringing value to the table is even better. And what if you can do both at the same time? And I think that's one of the things that we see over the years when we work with folks. When We've had a lot of folks over the years that have come in and said, hey, I want to get a second opinion on my wealth. I want to get a second set of eyes. I, you know, I've been with a certain advisor for all these years, but I just feel like you know, there might be some things that we're missing. I'm not getting tax planning. I'm not getting alternative ideas. I'm not getting some of these structures that I'm hearing in other places, and I want to get a second set of eyes. And so they come in, we sit down, and it's not necessarily that they were going out and getting bad advice. It was just maybe there could have been better advice, right? It's, it's all about good, better, and best. And we always want to be in a place where we're, we're striving for the best. There is no perfect, by the way. We don't live in a world of perfection. We know that. We look around each and every day and we see imperfection all around us. But it is about good, better, and best. And when you look at your own personal wealth and the decisions that you make, and the things that you bring into the table, and the strategies that you utilize, it is your responsibility to look for continually the best. 
And that's why we do a lot of research. By the way, that's why I travel a fair amount. And I go and I literally, when we bring these alternative investment structures into place, I travel. I'm going to Austin here in the next week. And I'm actually meeting with some CEOs and managers of a great company that buys middle market hotel structures all across the country. And it's a great opportunity for investment. And going to be probably a mid to, mid to high teens annual return on those investment structures. But I like to make sure I kick the tires. I like to make sure I go and physically sit down with these people to make sure they're appropriate. So when you're looking at your investments, you're looking at what you're doing, if you're not content and you're not happy with what's happening, or you don't feel you're as prepared as you need to do, the only way you're going to get there is by making some change yourself. So I'm going to challenge you to reach out to our team, leanonthewall.com. I know if you listen to this each and every show, not every show, I'm giving this much information about, hey, reaching out to our team and connecting. Typically, it's just information for you. But in this show specifically, I am because I really believe we are coming close to a market turnover, a market crash and you must be prepared so in order to do that again for more information you want to think differently get different advice so you don't make those huge mistakes and have huge problems in your future on your wealth go to leanonthewall.com scroll down where it says request review take advantage of that and we'll make sure we get the information to you but here we are all the way now the end of a of a new show hope you've enjoyed the show a lot of great information good interview with james friel We had some good information uh, previous about how enthusiasm being contagious and you being enthusiastic in your business, in your life, and what you do is necessary to encourage people to live the life that they've always been called to. We talked about avoiding taxes, reducing taxes, lowering taxes with alternative structures, how to protect wealth, and thinking differently. A lot of great content in this show, so make sure you go to michaelwalshow.com, subscribe to the show if you're listening via radio, and listen to the entirety of the show so you can live on purpose and then live with purpose and add value to others that can do nothing in return. Thanks so much for joining and tuning in, and we will catch you next week on The Michael Wall Show. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to The Michael Wall Show. To schedule your personal wealth review, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. To find out more about Michael and the team at The Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor, and solicitation offered through Clarify Advisory Network, an SEC registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Michael Wall is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wall Financial Group, Inc.